Hey guys, welcome in. It's Brad with Ball Down South Sports Wave. We are at week six, and this is going to be our game day pick'em show, um, where we run through twelve games a week and use the spreads and and we pick these games. Um, John Hammonds is with me. Hey, John. Hey, how you doing? Doing pretty good, man. We're uh, running through these weeks pretty quick, right? Mm, seems like it's slowing. It slows down each week because you're just when you're enjoying it, it goes by pretty close, slow. Yeah, I think sometimes. And then I also have drink local Beham, um, John Roberts with me what's, as well. What's up? <laughs> hey guys. Let's uh, kind of dive into another week here, I guess. It seems like it's going kind of fast to me. It seems like it was week three, just maybe a week, like a week ago or something. But um, last week's slate of games seemed like they were a little, there's a little more pep, I guess, to them, you know, a little more pizzazz to them than this week's slate of games. Um, how, how do you, how do how did y'all do on the games you picked last week? Do you remember? I can't even remember, to be honest. Well, I, I know that there was a few of them where I was wrong. I just cannot remember how many of them I was. <laughs> but I know I got a few of them right because I'm pretty certain I'll let you know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was a couple of them that you definitely got. You was right, and I was definitely wrong on. So, um, I did. I I did an event last Friday and Saturday again, and was kind of busy over the weekend. Um, so I'm not doing event this Saturday. I I do have one tomorrow night, but uh, so I should be able to uh, pay attention to these games, and I do have my picks in for the week on the runyourpool.com thing um, that we're doing so um, we'll try to get all that back on track and talk about it a little more next week so I'm just going to kind of go straight into these games are you are you eating candy again me? <laughs> yes no. you know. <laughs> no yeah. Sounds like he's moving around over there. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's a candy wrap. I'm trying to get situated, but I can't really can't I'm, get anything still. When you hear that little, I'm pretty sure that's a candy wrapper. That was not. <laughs> All right. So we're going to dive into this week's games. Our first game we're going to talk about is Missouri at Florida. Um. It opened at 10 and a half. I think this evening it's at 11 point spread for Florida at home. And everybody kind of seen what Missouri did last week at, uh, with, with Georgia being at their place. This is at Florida. So, uh, John Hammonds, how are you going to lean on this game? Uh, I think this game is going to come down to one person, Anthony Richardson. You know, will he look like he did against Kentucky or will he look like he did against, you know, 
um, Tennessee and, you know, Eastern Washington, which Eastern Washington ain't a really good football team, but he played a really good game last week. So, um, you know, Missouri beat the Gators last year, and that pretty much what ended the damn Mullen era. So, you know, I think this is a better um, matchup for Florida this year. Um, I don't think there'll be a firing going on. If, if Missouri wins this game. So um, I look for Missouri to lose this game, but I think it's going to be a um, a late down the stretch game. I think Florida wins by field goal. So I don't think they cover, but you got to think though, Mizzou's, I think what was the last two games they've lost in heartbreaking fashion. You know, they lost to Auburn on the fumble in the end zone. And then right. Georgia came back in the last minute to beat them last week. So Missouri's got, you know, you know they they feel like they've they've been um, had games taken away from, not really taken away from, but they felt like that they should have won those games. And you know, I don't know how to really pick this game. I just know that it's in the swamp, and Missouri at times has struggled in the swamp. They did win a couple years back in a blowout, but I just think this. Florida will have too much tomorrow or Saturday. Okay. I, I'm I'm with you on that, really. Um, so, John Roberts, what do you think about this game? Uh, I say Florida, and yes. It comes down to if Anthony Richardson, if you get the good Anthony Richardson versus the bad Anthony Richardson, because bad Anthony Richardson's really bad, and good Anthony Richardson is okay. Right. And um, if you get the okay one, you get consistent. Anthony Richardson, that's consistently okay. And they should be able to just out talent Mrs., uh, uh, Missouri. So if they're, you know, because well, Florida's got the better talent. So last and, week's game didn't influence, influence either one of y'all at all? No. I, no, I think, that, that, no. I think, I think that, uh, Mizzou is what they, you know, they they are what they are, and uh, there's only better. there's only so often there's only so often that they're going to just like at some point they're 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 going to start getting beat because they're going to they're going to run into just teams with way more talent that will that will be able to you know. Fully, you know, push them around, and I mean, and I know Georgia being the number one slash number two team in the country, and you, you sit there and go, well, that they have more than what Florida is, and you're right. It's just that Georgia just happened to be, you know, the second asleep. week in a row, you know, in this one. <laughs> they were they were asleep in this well, one. I just I just don't think that. I think at some point it's it's just all going to catch up. And I mean, there has to be a sleep, right? Another thing too, Missouri, their defense is not bad, right. but their offense is struggling right now. And, and I think they got two guys that's going. I think Luther Burden's hurt, um, and I think their running back is going to be out this week. So that's two major key guys in the offensive backfield. And when you're missing that going into the swamp, I just don't see. So Burden's not playing. That's that's what. Um, I read just recently that, um, let me see here. I was reading it earlier. 
um, Dominic Lovett and Luther Burton said they might not play due to the injuries. And if they do, there will be less than 100%. Right. And that's not good going into a game at the Swamp um, with two of your best players knocked out of the game. So, well, John Roberts, um, so what do you say about the spread, 11 points? Does Florida cover uh, or no? Not they don't cover. Yeah, I mean it'll be right there at that. I don't think they're going to be. I don't think it's going to be just an absolute bonkers blowout, and it, I just don't think it's going to be tight either. You know, um, I mean the only way that they don't, I kind of feel like maybe there's a back door where. You know, Mizzou scores late and Florida doesn't cover or something like that. But I think I think Florida covers. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, for me on this game, the Mizzou, the Georgia game last week, I mean, kind of woke me up a little bit on Missouri, um, and I'm still not sold that Florida is really a that great of a team. Um, I think if Florida's lucky by the end of the year, I think they're going to be six and six or seven and five. This is one of the games that um, to get to that record, I think that this is one of the games at home that they must win. I'm going to pick them winning, but I'm going to go with more with what John Hammond said. And I'm going to say that they don't cover, but Florida does win. That's what I'm going to say on this one. And then our next game we're going to go to, we're going to go to where college game day is. <clears throat> and I, I misspoke the other night when we done our last show. This is the very first time that college game day has been to Lawrence, Kansas um, for a football game. So the spread on this game, though, TCU is actually – um, got a six and a half point spread on this game for them at Kansas. So, Hammonds, what do you think about this? I like TCU in this game. Um, this weekend, it's the only matchup of unbeaten teams this weekend. It's also where the two teams are perfect against the spread this year. So, somebody's going to have to break. got to give, right? It is. Um, <laughs> TCU has the offense, I think, to keep up with Kansas. Um, Max Duggan is a really good quarterback. Um, you know, Jalen Daniels is a really good quarterback for Kansas, but I think Max Duggan and TCU will just have enough and a lot more offense, um, and they'll cover this game. Um, I think TCU covers. But who had this marked as a key game in October at the beginning of the year? Not a lot of people. I would say nobody, pretty much. I can imagine. You know, a lot of people. I, I don't. I, I just don't know how you don't take the Jayhawks in this game, but and even and, and with a win, this is one of the craziest stats. Kansas would be bowl eligible for the first time in fourteen years. Right. And that's insane. <laughs> Six months in. But it's not going to happen this weekend. <clears throat> TCU covers. Um, I think they win 35-28. All right. It's going to be – I think it'll be a shootout, though. Drink local BM. What do you got on this game? 
Uh, TCU, um, I think it will be um, – I feel like TCU wins, and they win by, you know, at least 10. So it puts them covering. So yeah. I, I I just think that they – They've got more than uh, I think. I think I, I just don't know. I just don't believe in Kansas's defense and whatnot. And I just I think that TCU will ultimately just be able to to outlast them, even on the road. Right, and that's kind of where I am with them. I mean, Kansas has had a great run. They do have a really good offense and have a, a, um, a quarterback. I've, I've watched them a couple of times now. I mean, the, the Daniels kid is a really really good quarterback. Um, and they just don't quite have the defense, I think, to control or stop TCU. And that's where I'm going to go to. I actually think TCU might win this game by somewhere between seven and 14 would be my guess. Um, so I'm going to take them to cover in this game. And the next game we're going to talk about is back to the SEC. And, um, this is a, game that everybody's been talking about because it's at the noon game, 11 a.m. local time down in Baton Rouge. It's in Death Valley. Uh, Tennessee is at LSU. Uh, It basically opens the Saturday first game on and it opened at two and a half this tonight. I seen it at three um, in favor of Tennessee. So, John, Hammonds, what do you think about this? Uh, I would lean LSU if this was at night. But I think the early kickoff benefits the, the Vols. Um, I think Tennessee's lost five straight to LSU. Um, the biggest thing is Tennessee's strength is throwing the football. And you got to keep up with Tennessee scoring wise. And LSU's passing game hasn't real been been real good this year. And I think Tennessee gives up more than 300 yards passing through the air too on defense. So I think you know LSU's going to move the ball a little bit this week against a really not so good pass defense. And there's this is another key stat. Tennessee's number one in the red zone in the SEC. In scoring, and LSU defense is number one in the red zone in stopping opponents. Hmm. So something's got to give this weekend, right? I'm just not sure LSU can move the football consistently. But I will say this: this is going to be a close game because it's at LSU. If this was at Tennessee, I'd probably pick Tennessee by two touchdowns. But with the fact that it's at LSU, it's at Death Valley. Um. And this is one of the best games of the week. Um, I look for Tennessee to win this football game. And what would you say the spread was on this game? Like three? Yeah. I think they cover. Okay. I think this will be a close game. I I don't think Tennessee is going to run away with it by any means. All right. Roberts, John Roberts, what do you got? Yes, I think Tennessee uh, will will – Win, I think they will cover. I think the minimum victory would be winning by three. So if you're, you know, two and a half being, if we're going two and a half is the spread, then, then 
field goal late could win the game, and that would um, and that would cover for Tennessee. Um, I think that they will catch LSU sleepwalking, um, and I just I think it will. You know, there may be a little voodoo magic late in the game, but I don't think it will be enough to uh, defeat Tennessee. So Tennessee wins at LSU and wins by more than two and a half. Okay. You know, this is a game, you know, I, I'm i leaning towards Tennessee on this game. Um, you know, I – I probably want to go with LSU in this game, uh, but I just think Tennessee has too much offense for them. I'm not sure that LSU's defense can hang with them for four quarters. Um, and I actually think that catching them at 11 a.m. local time could probably play into Tennessee's favor. And I think they could jump out to 14 nothing in this game early on before LSU even wakes up, to be honest with you. Um, because of that, I'm going to take Tennessee and take the two and a half or three points um, and and go that route with this game. And I'm picking against Jaden Daniels in this game. <laughs> well, you know, and and Brian Kelly, but I think I think what happens is, is you'll get you'll get a few turnovers. Yeah, I just wouldn't be surprised if Tennessee jumps out on them like fourteen to three or fourteen nothing or something early on. Right. All right. So the Red River game is the next one, and you know it's lost a little luster of the last couple of weeks. Um, they both have have two losses. Um, Oklahoma got manhandled last week this is one of the games that you definitely got me on john roberts last week um tcu killed them actually um and i did not see that coming um but uh it's texas is at oklahoma and the spread on this game opened at six and a half tonight it is at nine yeah it's that's because Quinn Ewers is back for Texas. Yeah, yeah. That's I was going to add that, but their quarterback is back, so it went from six and a half to nine. But it's at Oklahoma. I mean, that's a huge spread for Texas. That game's that game's in the Cotton Bowl. Is it? Yeah, it's always in the Cotton Bowl. It's oh yeah, the Texas yeah, yeah, State yeah. Fair. yeah. That's right. That's right. Why it's the Red River rivalry, right? Well, Red River right. shootout, however you want to call it, right? Um, but it's a nine point spread. I think that's like, I just, I couldn't believe when I seen that it was a nine point spread. So what do what do y'all say on this one? John Roberts, you want to go first on this one? Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing is that Quinn Ewers is back. And so if Quinn Ewers is anywhere close to what he was doing against, uh, Alabama, uh, when he was healthy, then, um, then I think o- Oklahoma's defense has just not been good. And while Ted Roof is the D coordinator for that team, I'm always going to believe that OU's defense is just not good. 
and I, I am not a believer in Ted in Ted Roof, and I have uh, generally picked against him. All so right. uh, that's so you're how I would. That's how nine would points doesn't affect you. You think they win by more than nine? Uh look, like here's the here, here's sometimes the way I the, the way I think on some of these. Uh, there are some games. And this is, I know I'm going, I'm about to jump to a different game, but there are some games where I'm not sure what happened there. Did we lose them? John Hammonds, you still there? Thinking about. I I couldn't hear you. You went out. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, Y'all hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. You went out for like a minute. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Um, But I mean, really, there's there are some games and and some point spreads. You know. Sometimes it's just certain teams or whatever, and I just I think that the this spread's just not enough. It's never enough. Whatever you put it out there, it's not enough. And you know, like the Bama game last week, when I kind of was going with the Bama game last week, it didn't matter what you said the Bama game last week was. It was never going to be enough. I was mm-hmm. always going to pick the Bama was like you could have put made it thirty, and I would have I would have probably picked Bama. Now they didn't win by 30, but I would have gone, I would have bid on that. (laughs) Just as just one of those, this is one of those games too. All right. You you jump it up to nine. I don't care. It's not enough. All right. John Hammonds, what do you say about it? Uh, I got Texas in this one. Um, I just don't trust Oklahoma's defense right now. They, you know, I watched them last week against TCU and they just could not tackle anybody. And, you know, even though it's a, what, nine-point spread, it's still a rivalry game. And I think it'll be competitive. But I do think Texas will cover, and they'll win the Red River shootout. All right, guys. So I'm going to go against what y'all say on this one. So And it don't help that their quarterback's out either. Um, Oklahoma. So I've just not been a big fan and a big believer in Texas. That's and and John Hammond, you like early on when we were doing the prediction shows, I said the same thing. Um and I, I just need them and they've lost two games. I know one of them was to Bama and they probably should have won that game. Um but I watched them the way they lost to Texas Tech. And I know it was that they didn't have their quarterback. Um, so, you know, he may be the difference. And you guys may be right. But I'm going to take the nine points and take Oklahoma. That's what I'm doing in this one. So it's got to be different. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go back to the SEC, and we're going to talk about Arkansas at Mississippi State. Mississippi State's coming off of a big win. Arkansas is coming off 
loss against Bama. Um, it opened at seven and a half. I looked tonight and it was at nine for Mississippi State at home. So, John Hammonds, you want to take this one first? What's yeah, I, I don't trust Arkansas's pass defense. You know, they ranked 124th nationally. And that's a concern, you know, with the way Mississippi State throws the ball and Will Rogers. Yeah. And the fact that KJ Jefferson probably won't play Saturday. Um, I just don't see Arkansas being able to go down there to start and win this game. You know, I think they'll move the ball with Malik Hornsby, but that pass defense is really bad. And Mississippi State is, I think, not sure of what Will Rogers' um, passing yards was, but I think he had over 300, was it last week? Again, 200, 300 against Texas A&M. the SEC in passing yards. I do know that. And that Texas A&M defense might be the best in the league, and he torched them. And that's not a good sign for Arkansas. Um, so I got Mississippi State covering this game. Wouldn't be shocked if they won this game by two touchdowns. All right. I mean, that's a pr- bold statement for Mississippi State, I think, so. And, it is. And I just Ar- don't trust. And Arkansas is going downhill pretty fast. I mean, a couple. And of I don't. Trust, the biggest thing was I don't. I, I just don't trust that defense. It's it's not good right now. A couple of weeks ago, Arkansas was you know top ten. So, all right. So drink local Beham. What do you got on this game? Uh, yep. I'm going that same same route right there. Um, if this game were at Arkansas, I would say that this was going to be that weird. Mississippi State, Mike Leach loss. Right. But it's not. And so it's not going to be the weird one. Not yet. It will be at some point. There will be yeah. one of those strange losses that happens. <laughs> well, that, and it's okay, why, you it's don't why think that, that was LSU? Win. They did lose at LSU mm, in a strange, no. kind of a strange way. Yeah, but that's not the, like, I think they they hadn't had enough momentum going in their favor to to make it like the weird loss, you know, like watch them beat a few teams and then go, oh, and then the <laughs> everybody league. starts picking them, and then all of a sudden they lay a league, South Carolina, yep. whatever. Yeah, I yeah, gotcha. it'll be it'll be something weird, but it won't be this week. Um, the they're, they're, they they will be able to throw the ball all over Arkansas. Um, and Arkansas won't be able to, you know, put up anywhere close to the amount of points uh, against them. Uh, maybe if they had KJ Jefferson, that might be, you know, a different statement. Right. So, um, so uh, for sure, think, KJ's not playing. That's that's the that's the diagnosis right now. Right. Because um, right. he didn't practice any this week, I don't believe. Right. And they said if he didn't practice Wednesday, he wouldn't play, and it, he didn't practice Wednesday. So it's most likely they're going to this game without KJ. Right. Well, I mean, Mississippi State at home, Arkansas has been, you know, beat up a little bit the last couple of weeks. And, you know, I'm I'm going to go with Mississippi State. And, I, and I'm just going to add, I'm just hoping that Alyssa Lang is there for the postgame interview. That's all i got to say. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. I just, I, I want to, I've got to watch the end of this game just so I could see the post game interview with Mike Leach. That's all I got to say. <laughs> all right. So we're going to move on to uh, a Pac 12 game. Utah is at UCLA. Um, UCLA is 5 and 0. Oh. Most people know Utah got beat at Florida first game of the year, but they've been winning since, and they are a four and a half point favorite. So um, I'll go to you, John Roberts. We'll kind of switch it up and go back and forth. You, uh, you can start this one. Well, the quarterback is named. His nickname was it DTR, right? That's his. It's Dorian Thomas Robinson, and that, or something like that, right? Yeah. So Dorian Thompson the, Robinson, yeah. Yeah, defining the relationship, DTR. <laughs> Define the ranking. You know, UCLA. I'm going to go that they they either keep it inside the number or they win it outright. But I think UCLA. Okay. On this one. All right. And you, Hammonds, what do you say? I'm going to go with Utah. Um, you know, they was a preseason playoff pick um, for me, and I'm not going to stray away from that. Um, the Utes got a really good quarterback in Cameron Rising. Um, their defense has gotten really better since the loss to Florida. Um, you know, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, uh, he'll, he'll present some challenges for Utah, but I think – their defense will be the the difference in this game. Um, so I'm a believer in the use. So give, the give me the use. Give me the use to cover. Right. Well, in this game, I want to say this about UCLA. They are five and zero, oh, and congratulations to them. But they seriously almost got beat a couple of weeks ago by South Alabama. Yep. Um, they did. And you know. I'm pretty sure that Utah is a better team than South Alabama is. Uh, I really like Cameron Rising. He, Utah, the Utah team was one of my picks for the Pac-12 early in the year. Um, yes, they didn't play well enough at Florida. They didn't finish well enough at Florida to win. Um, they threw an interception at the end and had um, – they went for it on fourth down a time or two and, you know, turnover on downs and should have had some points. Um, and they just didn't play well that game. I'm going to go Utah at UCLA and take the four and a half. So we're doing a little bit of difference here on some of these games. All right. So our next game we're going to talk about is Texas A&M at Alabama. And the spread on this game is 24 and a half. Uh, and I'm sure y'all know it's Alabama. So, Hammonds, uh, what do you say about this game? I think this is going to be a revenge game. Um, you know, I, I think this is going to be an angry Alabama team from last year. Um, but the Aggies have played them pretty close recently. So, you know, and this is probably Jimbo's most talented team, but I I just don't see them having the pieces 
to win this football game, um, especially on defense. You know, the quarterback, the backup for Alabama, in my opinion, is just as good as Bryce Young. Bryce Young's probably a better, more experienced guy and veteran guy, but it's still a good quarterback. So I don't think this on paper, to me, it's a blowout, but I think the Aggies will do enough just to cover. Um, plus, they lost Max Johnson. He broke a bone in his wrist, I think. So Haynes King will be playing this weekend. Um, I just don't think A&M can do enough offensively against this defense with with their problems at quarterback. So I got Alabama covering this game and wouldn't be shocked if it was in the 30 range, winning by 30. All right. John Roberts, what do you say? 48. To 20. Okay. That covers. So that covers. Yep. yep. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm on board with it. I, I mean, I just don't think that Texas A&M has anywhere near the offense to hang with Alabama. Um, I'm definitely 100%. And John Hammonds knows this. I am not on board with Hayes King. Oh, I, think, he's, I think he is off. Don't get me wrong. He's a good core. He's, he's talented. But – there's there's something that's not right with this kid because he's every time he gets in the game it's just like he 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 gets shook up. I mean I'm just not on board with Hayes King and and I've said that from the preseason I said it all along that he was going to have to go to somebody else and he did and now he's going having to go back to him and I'm not sure that that's the answer I mean. I would think that there's a freshman or somebody on that team with the class they had that, you know, that could come in and probably do better than Hayes King can, in my opinion. How many, how many quarterbacks at, at A&M has Jimbo Fisher had? Too many. To be honest with you, I mean, how 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 many has he had there? And then, how many has he really developed? None that I know of, to be honest with you. And that's why, I mean, so you know, mine, it's four mine, and a half. I'm going Bama, and I'm taking the points. So, that's that's what I'm going to do with this game. And I skipped a game, so I, I apologize, guys. We had a little list here and I skipped a game so I'm going to go back to that the next one is going to be BYU at Notre Dame um, BYU is ranked I think 16th in the country uh, and Notre Dame's favored three and a half at you know in at their house so um, John Hammonds you're going to go first on this one what do okay you say uh, this? can the BYU defense um, show up that played against Baylor against the Notre Dame team that's had two weeks off to rest. Um, and I think Notre Dame's going to have some struggles with their quarterback Hall, um, from BYU. Um, I think BYU needs to win this because, you know, they got Arkansas coming up next. And if they beat Notre Dame and then beat the Hogs, there's a good opportunity for BYU to get to 11 and one. Right. There is. And you know, the line is Notre Dame, I think three and a half. 
It is. Um, I think BYU wins this game. Um, I just don't. I just don't see Notre Dame win this football game. They just they've they've been too inconsistent. You know, yeah, they won the last game that they played, but they've not looked real good, and especially in the win against California, they looked pretty rough. Um, and then they lost to Marshall. So, um, on the other side, you know, no BYU's run defense hasn't been real good either, and the pass rush hasn't been there. So, if you're really looking for a game to watch and a shootout, this might be your game. So, but I think BYU wins it in the late stages of the game and uh, gets ready for Arkansas next week. All right. John Roberts, what do you say about this game? I think BYU is inside the points. So So you're saying they win? Are you saying they win? They just I'm I'm going I'm picking I'm picking against I'm picking against Notre Dame right here, is what it is. So I don't think that they cover. Right. Well, I'm a BYU fan, and I was in the prediction shows. I really like Jalen Hall, their quarterback. Um, they have a couple of decent, pretty good wide receivers and a good tight end. And I, I'm, I'm a fan of their um, offense that they run. And I'm going to go BYU, and I'm going to pick them to cover at Notre Dame. And I'm with John. I This is a team – that early on I said would have a chance to make some noise. And if they can win here and next week at Arkansas, um, they'll have a chance to do just that. So I'm going to stick with them and pick BYU in this game. Um, And then our next game, we're going to go to the ACC. Florida State is at North Carolina State. And North Carolina State is only favored three and a half at home. I, I'm more, let me just say what I think about this. I'm not sold on NC State like I was in the beginning of the year. You know, their offense is inefficient at times. You know, I think they rank 71st nationally in success rate and 91st in explosive play rates and play rate. And that's with, you know, Devin Leary at quarterback. Right. You know, they they lack a lot of explosive playmakers, what I'm trying to say. And Florida State has flaws too, but they have an offense that can explode at times. You know, they're ranked eighth nationally, um, twenty fifth in points per drive, and they can put up points, um, which makes them a dangerous um opponent in this game for NC State. And it, against the offense that can't score quickly like NC State can. So I'm gonna pull pull for Florida State this week to to pull the upset. Um, you know, I don't, I just don't. Even at home, I don't trust NC State. I don't trust this offense. It, I thought they was going to be really good, which they are good. They're four and one, ranked fourteenth in the country. But last week, they just they crapped a bed against Clemson, and it just didn't look like the team that we was supposed to see this season. Right. So I got an upset in Florida State. Okay. You got to be bold sometimes, so there you go. 
All right. John Hammonds, what do you say? You mean John Roberts? No, that's not a, that's not oh, a, that's I'm not sorry. A bold John Roberts. Statement. That's not bold. That upset's not a bold one. <laughs> I was going with it too. <laughs> You're going with it too? I was going with Florida. I was going, I was going with Florida State too. Cause I mean, last week I was picking against NC State last week. So I'm picking against them again. Well, I think, uh, I think Florida State, uh, pulls the quote unquote upset because they're not favored, but I don't think that, I don't think that line's right anyway. I think the only reason why it's three and a half is because it's at NC State. That's it. All right. Well. I'm going NC State, guys. I'm going to be different again, and I'm probably going to get reamed on some of these, probably. But you know, I um, NC State is four and one. They are ranked in the top fifteen. Florida State um, has had a good year so far, and I do agree that they are a good team, and they have some really good running backs and a good offense, and they very well could go in to NC State and win. But I'm going to take the three and a half and take NC State, the team that I was high on preseason, and I'm going to stick with that one more time with this week. And I took them last week with against Clemson, and I shouldn't have. So, But maybe I'll learn my lesson this week. I'm not sure. <laughs> All right, so the next game we're going to go to is we're going to go to the Big Ten. And we're going to go Iowa versus Illinois at Illinois. It's three and a half and three and a half for Illinois at home. John Roberts, we'll start with you on this one. I think I'm going to go Illinois on this one. Um, I don't know why. I really don't have a good answer. I think more just because it's at home. Right. Uh, more than anything, I think if it were at Iowa, I think Iowa would muck it up enough to either a keep it inside the three, um, or you know outright win it, and it would be just so boring of a game because there would be absolutely no offense. But I just don't think they're going to muck it up enough. Uh, so I think that I think uh, Illinois will be able to win this and. Wisconsin fans might be pining over Brett Bielema coming back. <laughs> right. Just saying. All right, Hammonds, what do you got in this game? I got Illinois. Um, I just don't trust Iowa's offense, especially on the road. You know, Illinois is coming off a big win against Wisconsin. Um, you know, Brett Bielema is doing a really good job there. Um they got a really good running back in Chase Brown. I think he's a really good football player um, and running back. Um, I just don't trust Iowa to go on the road and win this game. You know, Iowa has dominated this series lately, though. Um, and I think Illinois is going to change that this weekend. Plus, it's in Champaign. Right. So, I'm going to go Illinois in this game. You know, I, w- I usually would not go against Iowa in a game like this, but – Seeing what Illinois did last week to Wisconsin and putting up 34 and basically ending Paul Christa's career at, at Wisconsin, 
I'm I'm going to go with Illinois and take the three and a half in this game. So that's where I'm going to go too. So we're all the same on that one. Um, our next game is Texas Tech at Oklahoma State. And let's see. I'm trying to find the over and under. Trying, the over and under for this game is at 69.5. <laughs> well, Oklahoma State, <laughs> Oklahoma State is favored nine and a half. Nice. Their favorite nine and a half. So, Hammonds, what do you? You're going to see a lot of fireworks in this game, boys. Yeah. Um, especially with the defenses the way they are, and I think as the game goes, though, Oklahoma State's depth and the weapons they got offensively, and the quarterback Sanders, I think it's going to be too much for Texas Tech to win and keep pace with. Um, it's going. It'll come down to a turnover. If Texas Tech can get some turnovers. Um, they got a real good shot at coming away for road win, but I just don't see them, you know, I just don't see them going into Oklahoma State and just doing what they want to do because that's a really hard place to play. Plus, Coach Gundy has got a really good football team this year. So this, this is a pesky bunch, Texas Tech, but, you know, they beat Texas last week, so. And Donovan Smith is a really good quarterback for um, Texas Tech. I just don't think it's going to be enough to be able to overcome what Oklahoma State has. Okay. Drink local BM. What do you got? Well, I think that while Hammonds is going to be right, you know, I think Oklahoma State wins the game. I just don't think they win the game by nine and a half. I think that game stays inside the number, so I'm going Texas Tech to keep it inside the number. Okay. And uh, I just I think that you know you may have a a big you know it may be a shootout in this game, but I think that I still think that it's not a, a nine and a half point victory. Okay. So. I think that's where I'm going to go with this too. I think Oklahoma State wins. I'm just not sure they go. They win by ten, you know, because if it's nine and a half, you got to win by ten. So, um, you know, I think, I think it's more like a um, a shootout and back and forth and three points or seven points, whatever. And Oklahoma State wins, um, but I'm going to take the points and take Texas Tech in this game as well. So, um, being a little different than Hammonds, maybe I'll catch up with him. <laughs> I doubt it, but you know. All right, so the last game we're going to talk about is a game that me and John Hammonds are actually John Hammonds is going to go to this game, isn't that right? Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. All right, so we're going to talk about South Carolina at Kentucky. The game actually opened at a ten and a half point favorite for Kentucky, and yesterday it was bet down to five and a half. And I believe tonight it's bet down to like three and a half or four. Um, and most of that is because there's been news out that Will Levis might not play Saturday. So um, we're going to kind of dive into that. And I'll, I'll start with John Roberts. And and then me and Hammonds will kind of talk about this game for a minute. But John Roberts, what do you think about it? You got it. At, what are we going at? Well, so last night it was at five and a half. Okay. 
go. So we'll go five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So South Carolina. I mean, being well coached by 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 Beamer, and uh, I think they're really you know they can they can be a a pesky bunch there. They can play above their 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 talent level, but I don't think that they're. Uh, I just I don't know if they're going to be able to put up enough to beat Kentucky. Now the question would be is can Kentucky, can Kentucky win by you know can they win by six and mm, they just got to be able to keep whoever the, the the quarterback that they've got you know from being just absolutely you know demolished because of the offensive line well, if Levis so doesn't just, play, the whoever the quarterback is, which is they've been they've said it's going to be Sharon, but it, he's never started a college game before. So, right again, the the good thing that they've got going for them is that that's at Kroger Field, not at uh, at South Carolina, because right. if if that game were at South Carolina, I would definitely be going. Even I mean, if it were at South Carolina and South Carolina had the six and a half or whatever, I would be going South Carolina on it. But this is a, uh, this is at, at Kroger and it's a little different just playing on the road, you know, and I don't, I don't think South Carolina is going to, you know, I, I just, I don't think they have enough to, to, to win it. So I think, and I think it would be Kentucky by a touchdown. So. Okay. All right. Well, John Hammonds, here you go. I'm opening this opening this up for you. So, uh, what do you got with this Kentucky South Carolina game? Well, you know, in the last two games, South Carolina has scored 106 combined points. You know, that was against what Charlotte and South Carolina State. Um. And in the last two, I think, SEC matchups, they scored a combined 37 points. And Spencer Rattler's not been consistent. Um, he enters the game, I think, with 1,120 yards passing. Um, and he, I think he has more interceptions than touchdowns. He does. <laughs> so he'll have to put together one of his best performances of the season, I think, if he wants to have any. Success against the Kentucky's defense is pretty good. Um, Kentucky still, they're fourth in the SEC in scoring and total yards and total defense, fourth in both categories. They've been good against the pass. I think they've only given up two touchdowns so far. Um, the big news is that, you know, they got Chris Rodriguez. Um, you know, if Levis is out, South Carolina has an opportunity to win this football game. Regardless, if Levis or Sharon is in there, the backup from Somerset, I expect Kentucky to rely on the run game because, listen to this stat, this is something that just blows my mind. South Carolina is 106 in the entire football, FBS, in Russian defense. Right. And even if Levis can play, I don't think you're going to see a lot of passing. Um, I think you'll see a lot of, you know, screens, a lot of Chris Rodriguez, um, outside runs 
I think South Carolina can keep this close, but I just don't see them hanging with Kentucky's talent, and I think that's going to be too much in the end. I think Kentucky covers the spread and wins this game. Um, South Carolina just – it's not so much the talent, it's just the coaching. You know, the offensive line is not real good. Their front four is not real good. Um, you know, their linebackers haven't been real good, but they do got a all pro safety that's really good. Um, you know, so I think this is a game that South Carolina needs to get right and, and figure it out, but I just don't see them doing that against um a good Kentucky football team, especially a team that's real physical. Um I don't think South Carolina is as physical as Kentucky is. Um, so I got Kentucky in this game and I think they'll cover. Okay. I also think that, I also think that the biggest, one of the biggest, uh, differences in this game will be, uh, you know, while you were talking about Kentucky's defense and, and Spencer Radler, I think Kentucky's defense actually scores in this game. And and if it does, then I think Kentucky for sure wins this game, even with, right. Even and I, and I think and I think that and, and I, yeah and I think that that's like whatever inefficiencies they may have uh, with having a a backup quarterback or if if it is the backup quarterback that I think that um, some of that will be negated because the defense will score and it will you know again make it where you know either a lead might be insurmountable or whatever it will be, but the defense is going to score in this game. Well, I'm going to go through some things on this. So, you know, the the line went down and everything when, when there was word that Will Levis is going to be a game-time decision. But there is a lot of other injuries in this game that um, is going to play a role. You know, South Carolina has lost three or four defensive players. Early in the early in the season, the first two or three weeks, and that's the reason why their defense is quite so bad. I mean, they would have been just a little better, but they lost some really good players on their defense. Um, and then for Kentucky, uh, JJ Weaver's probably still going to be out this week. Uh, Jacquez Jones, the starting line inside linebacker, is going to be out this week. Um, and then their um, tackle Jeremy Flax is probably going to be out this week. And that's going to be a big concern with Levis or without him. Um, and I'm, I'm on board here to say that I think it's time to get Keontae Gooden, Goodwin in the game and can let him get some SEC experience. Um, I think um, South, uh, South Carolina team it would be a good chance for him to get some SEC experience. And if Jeremy Flax is out like they are saying, I think it's the perfect time to get him in the game. And uh, he's the big five-star kid, uh, six foot eight, like 340 pounds, and can move like a gazelle. So, um, you know, he's uh, the highest-ranked recruit that Kentucky has on the team. And I think it's time to get him in the game. So I'm going to go, I'm going to start with that. 
Um, and this game concerns me with Levis out. I, but here's my thing. Levis is one of those tough dudes. Um, today, Mark Stoops would not, in a, uh, after the practice, he would not. The, the uh, media kept trying to say that they had heard that he was out. Mark Stoops would not say that Will Levis was out. I do expect him to try to go in this game on Saturday. Yeah, I think he'll play. I think he'll try to go in this game on Saturday. Now, do I think that he might not drop back and pass quite so much and they use Chris Rodriguez a lot and maybe get a, maybe get a lead and then maybe Sharon comes in? I think that's probably their game plan would be my guess. And I'm going to go Kentucky and I'm taking the points. So those are just some of the things that I wanted to say about it. Um, you know, the defense, Kentucky's defense is, is really good, but they're a little bit banged up right now. Uh, you know, and with two linebackers out, yes. Um, I think, um, Jackson, Derek Jackson will come in and do a fine job. I'm not saying he won't, but that's just one linebacker and we're down two. Um, and you know, so, you know, there's a hole or two in that defense and it does concern me just a little bit. So, but I'm going Kentucky. I, I just think at home that we have had South Carolina's number and I expect that to continue. So I don't think South Carolina has won in Lexington since 2012. Right. They haven't. And, you know, um, we just, you know, we Kentucky's won seven of the last eight games against South Carolina, period, whether that's at their place or at Kroger Field. So I just expect that to continue at home on Saturday night. And, John, you're going to be there, so I expect you to be cheering loud enough that they can hear you. <laughs> yeah, I, I will be. It's going to be a little uh, chilly out there. Yeah, that's what I that's what what I see. So, all right, is there any other games or anything that y'all want to bring up or talk about? That Miami North Carolina game is kind of interesting, to be honest. Yeah, you know, it was one of but the games that I had on here to maybe talk about or looked at. The problem with that game is though, Miami's offense is very bad. Yeah, I just don't. And, but, and North Carolina's offense is very good. And North Carolina's defense is not good. <laughs> right. So you don't know yeah. you really don't know what the, you're gonna get, I mean to be honest. Yeah, that that's a that's a that's a everybody is consistently inconsistent. Yeah. Over there. And then you got bad offense versus bad you know, bad defense, you know which which, which is gonna prevail. <laughs> I I'll be honest with you. I, I think North Carolina wins at home. I really do. Um, yeah, I think so. It's it's at North Carolina, and I think they beat Miami at home. It's just my opinion, but um, I think that's what I'm thinking on that game, to be honest with you. And it's, you know, Ohio State plays at Michigan State, and Ohio State's favored like 26. You know, yeah, last, year, bad. last year, you would have never thought, I mean, you know, Michigan State was one of the 
better teams in the country, and you they had a great oh, yeah. recruiting class, and you would have thought they would have come in and been a better team than that. But um, you're right, Michigan State is a bad team right now. So, yep. You know, that's a line that when you look at it six weeks in, you know, if you would have looked at that line at week one or week two, um, you would have thought that's a crazy kind of line. But right now, I, I fully expect Ohio State to go into Michigan State and cover that spread. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be it, – I, I don't think it will be – Close. I don't know if it, they cover the spread, but I think I don't think it'll be a close game. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah. It's a it's a line that you don't really you, you you would look at and kind of go wait what? Yeah. Right. So. All but right, yeah. guys. So we have an interview planned for tomorrow um, with John Dunn. Um, he is he covers Tennessee football. Uh, and he's a media guy and covers Tennessee football, and he's going to be with us tomorrow, and uh, we're going to discuss the Tennessee at LSU game kind of in depth a little bit, and it's tomorrow afternoon. I think me and John Hammonds are going to be on there with him, asking a few questions and just uh, trying to get a little insight um, on the Tennessee LSU game tomorrow. So we hope you guys will um, listen in for that. And uh, then we'll probably do our uh, post-game wrap-up show and call-in show either Saturday night or Sunday. We did it Sunday this past week, and I think it went pretty well. What do you guys think? I I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. I think it was. Uh, it was pretty good. I mean, I had uh, prior commitments. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, I don't know which one. Do y'all think we should do it Saturday night, or do you think we should do it Sunday? Um, we can do it Saturday night. I'll, I'll be doing it coming from the football game. So we did it that last time, and it w went pretty good. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think Saturday night would be would be all right. Okay, it'll just be late after the UK game because he's going to the game. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, so y'all can look forward to that, and uh, we'll have those two shows tomorrow and Saturday night, and then we'll um, get going on week seven next week and after that. So um, you guys can – we are on Twitter. All of us are on Twitter. We have um, Twitter handles.